Hello, Masters in the Making. I'm your host, Mike Miller, and I want to welcome you to Simple Self Mastery. Simple Self Mastery is a self-help podcast dedicated to giving you the best in health, wealth, love, happiness, and a little peace of mind five days a week. I'm excited and honored to introduce our guest today, CJ Liu. CJ Liu is a former CFO, marketing, and strategic consultant who brings her MBA and more than 20 years of corporate experience to both her coaching clients and radio listeners. When working with clients, she has clients tap into their inner wisdom by using both the right and left sides of their brain to remove roadblocks and live an inspired life. CJ, I've given our listeners a little peek at who you are. Is there anything you want to add to spice up that intro? Um, I think that's good. I think it's, it's it's actually there's a lot that I can do to spice that up. It's a, the, the bio that I gave you was my corporate bio, which is um, uh-huh. where I have to present myself as somewhat normal. Um, <laughs> so, hey. so I'm way less normal uh, hey. than that bio would lead you to believe. Oh, we that's all what are. I'd say. <laughs> oh, well, we're glad to have you on regardless. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. And so for you, CJ, you know, where focus goes, energy flows. Like, where is your energy going right now um, in the wow. work that you do? Well, you know, that's it, you've asked me at a perfect time because uh, I have just come back from a meditation, a Thursday through Sunday meditation retreat where um, it's all about energy. And so uh, I can tell you where my energy aspirationally will go. I can tell you where my energy generally goes. <laughs> yeah, sure. sure. Aspirationally. Um, uh, I don't have you, do you do yoga at all? I do, I've been getting more and more into it. Um, the past couple weeks I'd said, but not, not too heavily, but I'm trying to, to. Okay. So you're familiar it. with it. Do you understand the concept? The concept is to yoke mind, body, and spirit Right. to be one and have all of it be a unified whole because we really are a unified whole. Sure. Yeah. So when you're, when you're doing asanas or uh, a yoga practice, you know, you'll be doing, you know, you'll be doing downward dog and warrior one and warrior two and warrior three. Um, when you're doing that, you're all, it's all about taking your energy that normally goes outward and the practice is bringing your energy inward, specifically towards um, Eastern practices believe that there's this thing called the Shishumna, which is an energy channel that runs all the way from the base of your spine all the way to the top of your head. So in yoga, you're trying to, instead of spending your energy going outward, you're trying to, while you're moving outward, still focusing your energy inward. So where my energy has been over this last uh, four-day period is with a guru who is literally using his energy to focus my energy from being outward towards this inner channel. Awesome. So that's so that's kind of a complicated answer. No, not a, that's perfect. No, that works just fine. And you know, I kind of want to explore that a little bit, you know, cuz we're talking yeah. spirituality today. And so, you know, a guru is that kind of equivalent to a mentor? Like what does that really equate to? Like for those of our listeners listening that don't know what that means, what does that mean to you? Um, you know, I've, I have, I've asked lots of different people on my show fired up with CJ, the same question. And, and it's basically, you could, you can replace guru with teacher. It's someone who teaches you something. So it may be, a a, a teacher of Buddhism. It could be your high school teacher. It's a teacher sure. that's teaching you something, um, about in, in, in the case of what I went to this Thursday, it's called, um, Kundalini Sadha. So it was basically taking your energy, um, and focusing it on one point. 
gotcha. insight. And so now, so having the a guru kind of help you and, and mentor you and teach you, um, as you just kind of explained, how does that work in terms of your own like practice? Do they kind of guide you or do they lead you along and make sure you're on the right path? I mean, yeah, just kind of explore that. It probably depends on the teacher. So some of them will um, guide you. Um, other, so the it's it's a mix of what you want it to be. So uh, some of it is your own practice. So like when you're doing a yoga class, that's your right. own practice. You're taking your energy and every day centering it towards go, from going outside focus to inner focus. Um, and the reason, just to finalize that, the reason you yeah. do that is because inside of you is, in theory, in a lot of these Eastern practices, is your higher wisdom, highest self, godlike self, Shiva self. There's like a thousand different words for it. Your unified yoga self. So basically, the reason why you focus on yoga or any of these practices, including any, I would say virtually any meditation, is to focus, refocus your energy from the outside to the inside, so that you can connect to collective consciousness, a higher consciousness greater than just, you know, you or I driving on the road yelling and screaming while we're at yes, least, I, let's, let's, let's say me. Oh, <laughs> no, no, trust me. Screaming um, people. New York area, we get plenty of that. Yeah. Uh, trust me on that. <laughs> and so, you know, for people who are just getting into this and are just learning more about this, you know, how do they how do they step into that higher consciousness? How do they kind of grasp that concept? Because it's such a, a big idea for a lot of people. Yeah, I think um, you start where you're at. So for you, it may be doing a yoga class. For other people, it may be doing meditation. For other people, it may be playing music. I think you can get into tapping something that's greater than yourself in lots of different venues. It doesn't have to just be sitting on a meditation cushion. Um, sometimes people get it through running. It's yeah. that kind of runner's high. It's like you, you know what I mean? Yeah, when you're absolutely. tapping into something, I don't know. Where do you it. get that? Where do you get that in your own life? Well, for me, you know, it's, it's, it happens to be a lot of meditation, like you said, and kind of bringing my back myself back to center. You know, oftentimes you give too much energy to your thoughts and I'm a victim to this all the time. And then you kind of lose that connection to the sensory perceptions, if you will, like the physicality of everything. And so, right. for, so for me, in order for me to feel good, what I do is I take cold showers. I, mm-hmm. I meditate in the morning. I journal. I have a whole morning routine that kind of gives me amped up and primed for the day. And I tend, when, I, when I tend to do that, I always feel like lighter. I feel more calm and my energy just not only feels good inside, but also resonates outward and people pick up on that. It's like that frequency, that wave. And that's what I, that's for what I do. That's how I feel that connection. Yeah. So it's the same. So when, when, based on what you just said, so whether it's the cold shower, which in order to take a cold shower, I don't, were you doing Wim Hof or something like that? I was exactly. Yes. (laughs) I cold shower for 45 (laughs) seconds too. And in order to do that, and people don't try this at home unless you mm. practice, but you, you take a cold shower and it's supposed to be great for your immunity system, but to sit in a frigid cold shower for 45 seconds to a minute, oh, yeah. you have to be completely in the zone because otherwise you're going to be yelling and screaming and running around. Oh my God. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> you know, I did it in the summer and it was just like, I'm shaking and I'm like hyperventilating. And now after practicing the, you know, the Wim Hof method, it's just kind of like, I, I kind of fall into this meditative state 
and it's just completely like awareness and it's 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 yeah. beautiful and it's it's hard to really grasp unless you do it um but yeah. it sounds like you're definitely familiar with that yeah well vim hof there's a lot of um breathing so you're trying to oxygenate your body right, right as i understand yeah, it absolutely. and then you're focusing on this third eye area and so um there's in yoga there's this breath called kabbalabhati breath which is very similar where it's like <laughs> Like, you know, Wim Hof has different paces. It's either fast, right? like really fast like that, or it's the same thing. You're oxygenating your body. And yeah. when you do that, it's actually getting the energy to flow right. in your body. So it's actually um, the uh, uh, part of yoga. Uh, there's a practice called pranayama, which is focusing your breath. And the breath is really to clean out. It's like a let's say a vacuum cleaner that Ooh. vacuum cleans like all the like, why did she do that? Why did that lady make the latte wrong? You know, like, meh, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just... all that just shatter. I love yeah, that. Exactly. I love that metaphor. That's awesome. And yes, so, you know, and so one thing you mentioned, um, I just want to like kind of backtrack a little bit is the third eye, you know, I'm familiar a, l- a little bit with the concept of people listening who don't know what that is. What does that mean? Exactly. Um, well, the along the Shishumna are these energy channels. You can almost imagine them like um, there's like wh- what you want to do is drive up. Uh, what is it? Uh, what's the main highway there? It's not 95. It's um, what's Over the main highway? 80? 91, 84. What's the main highway? Uh, New Jersey Turnpike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So you have the Jersey Turnpike, yes. right? If you're going from uh, New Jersey to New York, mm-hmm. the fastest way is to get on the New Jersey turnpike, right? Most right. direct, fastest way. That's the Shishumna. Okay. And then there's all these like turnabouts, right? Like there, and you have those in New Jersey, those oh, route okay. turnabouts. Yeah. Yes, so you have do. these turnabouts, which are called chakras. And there's one in your, the first chakra is kind of around your uh, sexual organ area. The second is around your tummy, right around like a little bit above your belly button. The third is right near your ribs. The fourth is near your heart. The fifth is in your throat. Um, the sixth is in your third eye. And then the seventh uh, is in the crown chakra. And lots of different practices may say there are eight, but you know, the most common is seven chakras. So okay. the um, chakra. Um, the sixth chakra is your third eye, and it's supposed to be your gateway to um, more than the consensus reality that we see. So in in the reality, it's like you and me. People are looking at this video. There's you and me. There are a set of people who see you, me, spirit guides, angels, <laughs> all sure. these other realities that, frankly, I don't necessarily see, but some people do see. Okay. So the third eye is like opening your mind um and so opening your mind and ability to perceive beyond just beyond what our normal day in day out reality would be so when you're doing vim hof you're opening some people believe that this is a gateway to consciousness so it's a a gateway to this is high this inner because you had asked earlier what is collective consciousness it's this kind of inner wiser version of yourself that you know like you know what there are probably times when we're like i don't know how i got that i'm brilliant well it's probably because you tap <laughs> it's just a higher version of yourself sure, or when sure. you... yeah, yeah, yeah. like that your, your gut like your intuition almost would yeah. that be okay yes. right. yeah that, yeah so yeah. consciousness is usually when you're tapping into some type of higher you're you're not conscious of just you know like it's 
it's Mike and CJ talking. You're conscious of actually, I'm aware of my body. I'm aware of my space. I'm aware of my breath. I'm conscious at that level, but then you're conscious of that. I'm not even, the two of us are just projections of a a greater consciousness and the two of us are one. So you're kind of conscious at all those levels. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, for the the masters in the making listening, it's kind of like CJ is saying, just to clarify, you know, it's, it's almost like we are, um, we're all the same essence, you know, we're all one, but we're all just, uh, our physical manifestation is just kind of the vessel for, for, uh, for the higher consciousness that we all share. Um, and so I love where this conversation is, is going and leading to. And so I kind of want to, um, change, switch gears a little bit here, CJ, for you on your, your journey, what has been the biggest, the one biggest challenge you've faced, um, on your spiritual journey? Um, cause we, we face a lot of ups and downs, a lot of successes and challenges, but what for you? I think it's probably, um, doubt, you know, uh, once you follow a spiritual practice, it's a fundamental belief that there is a higher force that is guiding us all the time. And we just have to tune into it by doing meditation, by doing Wim Hof, by running all the different things that we talked about, by journaling, right? Yeah. When you journal, there's probably stuff that comes out in your journal and you go, what? Like, I, yeah. what? Oh, oh, yeah. What? what? Right? So there's... So, and, and sometimes when you write stuff in your journal or you meditate, you'll get stuff and go, what? I don't know. Really? I'm supposed to do this? That just sounds crazy. And so it's basically having the faith and, and figuring out how to work with the doubt. Uh, so it's really a a package deal. You get the doubt and the faith has to be greater than the doubt in order for you to overcome the doubt in my mind in my sure. personal practice practice the biggest obstacle is usually doubt and 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 correspondingly related to that is having a faith that is much greater than that doubt sure and so for people listening you know and thank you for sharing that like what's one thing they might do in order to, to have more faith and kind of push that doubt i mean is there anything you suggest can suggest to them yeah, I think that, you know, when you get a um, a hit, an intuitive hit or an inner sense that you need to do something, um, follow it. It doesn't have to be anything big. So, you know, start off small. So it yeah. could be, what would be the best thing for me to do today? Should I go for a run or should I go work out at the gym or and just see what it tells you and then f- figure out like, oh, okay. You know, so, so start developing a dialogue and a trusting. It's like a friend. If you just met a friend, you'd want to build trust and 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 friendship. So similarly, you want to build that trust and friendship with your intuition, your higher self, so that you can start trusting that this person has your back. So I guess that's what I would do is, you know, you'll get intuitive hits. And so it may say, I don't know, tell me a little bit. Tell me about one of your journal entries that you're like, what Mike what oh my gosh well I would say you know you know I've been I journal every morning first thing I do that's that's what I do and for mm-hmm. anyone listening that's a, a great way to kind of figure out what you need to get done for the day and kind of at the end of the day if kind of go over what you did and like how you can improve and do the same thing for my podcast interviews for everything but one of the things that I looked at recently and for me it's all about pushing my comfort zone every day so I try to push, and, and it could be something as simple as I work part time at a GNC in the neighbor and the nearby area, and one of the things I I, I had struggle with is pitching a certain product, 
because mm-hmm. it's a lot of money. And for me, it was uncomfortable facing that sort of rejection. Right. And so what I did was I journaled about it. I'm like, this is what I have to do. And in order to, to solve that, I really just need to just face it and just do it and mm-hmm. then see how that feels. And sure enough, that moment came yesterday, as a matter of fact, where I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to, I was determined. I was excited. I didn't let the fear get to me and said, so flipped it around to, to more of excitement. And I said, okay, I'm going to tackle this today. And sure enough, I did it. And I was like, okay, I, I survived. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. It's all right. And then, right. and then after you do that once, it's like, okay, this is what I could do better next time. And then you yeah. get stronger and stronger that way. But that's one of the things I, I kind of dealt with to go back to your question uh, yeah. Recently. Yeah. Cause you're not sure of like, wow, I'm not sure. It feels like I'm getting this draw that I need to actually be putting myself out there more because putting yourself in a sales position and selling a product at GNC right. requires you to put yourself out there and someone to say, no, I don't like that. Or why are you talking, you know, or, right. you know, so it's kind of, you're, you have to face the rejection. And so basically putting yourself out there is a huge step. And so probably tomorrow you'll put yourself out there and a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. So I think that that would be, that would be what exactly what I'm talking about. You provided a perfect example. Sure. And I'm I'm glad that we can kind of have this discussion about like such an important thing to bring up for anyone listening to kind of wants to push the boundaries and whatever they're doing on their personal journey, whether it's spirituality or any sort of fields what's one way to do it and sure enough the more you do it the more it becomes commonplace and this natural state of being which i find so fascinating yeah i think i'm gonna i'm gonna um change my original answer from doubt to fear because i think when you mentioned i was afraid i think that that's basically that's probably the higher doubt is a manifestation of fear so that's Mm -hmm. probably the highest level because you had said what is my one your number one obstacle and it's fear fear I think fear and fear of fear of like what will happen if I like in your case fear of what happens. I think all of us have that fundamental fear. What will happen if I put myself out there? Will I be okay? What will happen if I quit my job? What will happen? You know, so I think that um, I'm like the rest of us. I have fear and that's probably my number one obstacle. Sure, sure. And then like, but like you said, it's just having that faith that the faith will be greater than the fear and to kind of push through it. And, you know. As yeah. I experienced that, I was okay. It was it was all good, and it's yeah. for you know as 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 I'm sure you've experienced as well. And yeah. so, so CJ, I want to switch gears a little bit here. Sure. We're gonna move into what I like to call the moment of mastery, where okay. you can share where you can share tips, resources, and, and resources and insights directly to our listeners. Are you ready for that? Yes, I'm let's, ready. Let's do it. So, what is one daily habit that contributes to your personal success? Hmm. Um. I would say uh, meditation is probably one. I think I also journal. I like that. I'm, I have been a little bit lax lately from, since I was on this meditation trip. But, and I think um, for me personally, it would be exercise mm-hmm. of any type because it's just important for me to go out and get my body moving and getting oxygenated and moving and just getting the blood flowing. Sure. So that's, I, I think I gave you three. Did three. you just want one? <laughs> three is fine. Perfect. Meditation we, is been, one. We've been talking a lot about routine today, so I'm glad to add it. And so yeah. what is one simple mindset shift our listeners can apply to how they think about spirituality? Um, I think it's, uh, regardless of what, direction you come from maybe you're a buddhist or you maybe you are a 
Taoist or maybe you're Christian, um, it, it, I think the mind shift would be um, that going back to what we said in the very beginning, it's all your wisdom is all in the inside. And I think sometimes we give power to others, including, you know, religious figures to, um, to tell us what's right or wrong or to, to determine what is the best thing for our lives. And uh, at least in my own personal experience, my inner guidance, I feel like knows more. And for someone on the external to tell me, what is right for me, it just seems ludicrous, right? When you really think about someone from yeah. the outside saying what's, it's like, Mike, what's best for you based on my, you know, whatever experience with you is this. It's like, how the heck do you know? How the heck would I know? The best expert on Mike is Mike. And the best expert on CJ is CJ. And I think that that would be, you know, regardless. So I guess I would say that, uh, we, we have to be careful about not having others rob our power mm. because the power really comes inside from ourselves and from tapping our, our, our inner wisdom. Sure. And I wish more people would do that because I think they'd be happier. Absolutely. You know, and yeah. for the masters of the making, like CJ is saying, you are, you know, you best, you know, yeah. you best. Yeah. And so CJ, what is one simple action that our listeners can take right now, wherever they are, to jumpstart their own personal spiritual success? I think the simple, it's, and I don't mean to sound trite, because every single person you've talked to will probably say, <laughs> it's your breath. Because, uh, you know, just like noticing your breath. Um, so um, in your breath uh, is life energy. And in that life energy is consciousness. So just noticing your breath is the gateway to noticing all the layered things that are within your breath. So if you can just start off by, you know, breathing in and then exhaling. And if you just were to do that a couple times during a day, that would help you move from being out this way, you know, to all <laughs> being right, right. being in inside and and everything will just kind of go better whether it's like you're stressed out because you have a big project just take three deep breaths and it will just it will just be better right. i promise you you'll be more efficient more productive you'll get better high quality results on the project if you're just breathing I love it. you know anything you're about to do a speech take three breaths anything it's just you need to get back to center because otherwise you come from an ungrounded place and it's the the least efficient least resourceful place because when you're out here trying to get things done and moving around and your energy is all over the place, you're just inherently less productive because your energy is focused in a thousand different directions, all arrows pointing outward versus arrows pointing inward. Does that make sense? Absolutely. If you could just center your energy, focus your energy, and the easiest way to do that is just three breaths. I mean, just take three breaths and you're, three you, you're going to have better, <laughs> better results. I promise. Absolutely. And you know, Eckhart Tolle says it well too, is you get the inside, inside right and the outside falls into place. Yeah. So, oh, that's beautiful. Much better said. Just follow his advice. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just going off of what you're saying. CJ, you're just dropping value here nonstop. <laughs> and so for you, CJ, like, what is one book you can recommend and why? Hmm. Oh, wow. 
I've read a lot of books. You know that, right? Yeah, Since I have I a radio you. show. I have like a yeah. one spiritual book. What's on um, your shelf right now that you're you're picking up? Um, I can't. I don't know if I can narrow it down to one. I have a whole bunch of favorite books. Um, so I'll tell you some of my favorite authors. Sure. That okay. So this is. I don't know. I hope no, please don't get pissed off at me, oh, spiritual God. authors out there who I interview. But I'll tell you who my favorite, all-time favorite authors and speakers and just human beings are. Um, Joe Dispenza is one of them. I think he's fabulous. And if you go to the Fired Up with CJ page, some of my most popular interviews are with Dr. Joe Dispenza. I think because I just adore him and he's okay. just great. So I think a lot of his books on breaking the habit of being yourself is a great book. He just came out with a new book that talks about like all the research that he's done with respect to science, scientific research to prove that some of the spiritual ideas that are floating down there are real. Mm-hmm. He doesn't approach them as spiritual ideas, but frankly, that's how I look at it. I love Lama Surya Das because he's just the real deal. Like when he's a real person and he's a spiritual person and he can flip between those two things in um, a very elegant, beautiful way. And who who is that? Can you repeat that name again? Lama, Sur- Lama Surya Das. Okay. Lama Surya Das. Of course, my own teacher, Swami K. Chartanarta, I'm a big fan of, and you can see his stuff on my radio show. Um, uh, he's a Shaivite, non-dual tantric. It's kind of more of an advanced practice. Yes. Yeah. I think for people who are in the masses, I think um, – um, for your audience, I think the other one, um, Timber Hawkeye is really good. He has books uh-huh. that with ideas that you can read one page a day and you can, and they're ideas that he wrote when he was on a meditation retreat. They're based on letters that he wrote to his friends just about what was happening on his spiritual retreats. And I think they're very lovely. And for people who are busy and are like, I don't have enough time. Just give me like one spiritual Twitter-like nugget a day. Um, I think that he's really good, especially for people your age, because he's a sure. uh, he's a millennial. I think he's kind of in your age range. Yeah, sure. So I think that that would be really good. Um, I have so many people that I love. Um, I think if you're in- interested in shamanism, um, Sandra Ingerman is amazing, and Carl Greer, two great people, kind of a, a yin yang of both. Sure. Um, so those are some of my all-time favorite people Absolutely. that I've ever interviewed. That's awesome. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that. oh, and if you're Christian, um, Brother David, have you ever heard of Brother I David? Have not, no. Oh my God! If you ever want to talk to someone who's like the most lovely person in the whole wide world, and that you feel like you're just showered with, with love, and he's, but it's not like a, it's, and he's like super. Uh, he's really bright. So it's a combination of a really smart loving person which i think is the best combination sure, ever absolutely a hundred percent all those people i would that i mentioned are all smart loving people and yeah. who are just pushing to figure out how to change your world and i just have so much respect for all the people that i just mentioned yeah, so those are the absolutely. authors they have lots of every single one of them has like four or five books that they've written sure perfect well we'll put some resources in the show notes page of today's episode and i'm going to look into those as well because I'm, I'm very curious now to yeah. see what they have right. to offer the world. And finally, CJ, where is the best place our listeners can go to learn more about you and what you do? Well, they can go to um, my fireduppwithcj.com website. They can go to Fired Up with CJ on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel and I have a Facebook page. Oh. Guess what the name is? Is it Fired Up with CJ? 
Yeah. <laughs> Get fired up with CJ. Yes. I love it. And so, well, thank you so much for sharing your, your journey with all of us, uh, CJ, at Simple Self Mastery. I want Masters in the Making, uh, now that you're listening, go check out simpleselfmastery.com. Type CJ's name in the search bar. We'll have a show notes page where you can check out the links, resources, timestamps, and an overview of what CJ and I discussed today. Thank you for mastering the mic and sharing a ton of value, CJ. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode of Simple Self Mastery, please show your support by subscribing, leave a five-star rating, and a review. It is my honor and privilege to provide you with high-value, free content five days a week, and I'd be humbled by your support. Keep learning, keep listening, and keep working towards your own personal self-mastery. Thanks, and we'll catch you later.